it was a section just for Disney people. You could tell because like the person behind me is wearing a, a Tigger jacket and someone's got a Mickey Mouse shirt on. And the whole section was just people who got these discount tickets from Disney. Big, not big mistake, but a very odd mistake because you get down to like the concourse area where the other people are. And like all you saw was camouflage and bright orange and it was it was very Biflo esque, very, very different scene down there in the concourse than it was up in our little our little haven of Mickey Mouse shirts. Did you see many women with a dip in their mouth? Yes, yeah. The wife beaters, you know, extra large wife beater with the boob hanging out the side. Were yeah. there guys that were obviously half the way to their wife? <laughs> yeah, yes. With with Pants drawn up, but no butt. Were there like three or five kids in tow? One of them missing a shoe, all had dirty faces. Yes, dirty faces and uh, wife beaters also in, in flip-flops. Wearing two left flip-flops, and the other one was wearing two right flip-flops. Were any of the kids on a leash, like you occasionally see <laughs> theme parks? <laughs> no, no, that, I didn't see that. But yeah, a lot of flannel shirts. A lot of uh, a lot of camouflage, a lot of bright orange ball caps, and and yeah, different stuff like that. It was a uh, a different world down here in the concourse. Nice, I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Bo Mikes. Hey everybody, welcome to Both Mikes. Hey guys, Both Mikes, the show about nothing and everything. That over there is Mike Sofka. And that over there is Mike Taylor, and together we are Both Mikes. We are. Welcome to show number 169 of Both Mikes. Heard everywhere podcasts can be heard. You name it, we're there. Check them all out. I'm sure we got them listed all over the screen. <clears throat> we are a podcast, and you can listen. How you doing, Mr. Safka? How's things? Good. How about you? Pretty good. Got a headache. Getting old. Stop. No. Nah, it's a trap. Don't do it. Yeah. But I always have a headache. It's just a matter of when it's worse and when it's not. But I always got a headache. Ears were always winging, back is always hurting. So. Yeah, that's getting old, dude. You're old. By the minute, you yeah. know, got sunburned last week at at Xander's flag football game. Ten o'clock to two o'clock, and it no was hot. No, dude. I, well, it wasn't hot, so I was like, ah, you know, as long as I'm not sweating, I don't wear a hat. But tomorrow, I'm gonna have to wear a hat because, yeah, my scalp is peeling with flesh of it. And it's disgusting. So, so you're gonna uh, have one of those multicolored forehead things going on in a few years. Like, there's all different colors there. Like, like the like eight spots. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting that already, dude. The, the Mister Mister Burns, the Mister Burns look. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's happening, bro. Oh my god. Not not a fan. So but we yeah, talked. We, we talked about the. Our alien update stuff, which we were kind yeah. of slack and we were talking. I do have some more alien update stuff here. Really? Yeah, I do. Busy week? 
That's a planetarium. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Elon Musk, of course, he's an alien. Elon Musk will share Twitter ad revenue, but only with creators who pay for Twitter blue. Nice. So you pay $8 a month. Wow. Okay. That gives you the blue check mark and you're subscribing to blue. Wow. And he said legacy, which are verified check marks from in the past, will be going away in a few months. <laughs> which, yeah. No. What a, okay. Now, if you go right through Twitter, you can buy this check mark and your status for eight dollars a month but if you go through apple's app or google play they're going to charge you eleven dollars a month because they got to get paid in the middle there the cheapest version is an annual subscription directly from twitter for eighty four dollars that's a twelve dollar discount hell kind of him all right yeah twitter's done twitter's done i don't think so important i don't think it will be yeah i a lot of celebrities go with Twitter for the fact that they can be verified and, you know, that it's not a fake account. So if he's going to do away with that, he's going to do away with a with a, a stronghold of uh, of people there alone. You know, they're mostly bots, Mike. They're usually not even people. The people that na- their names on them aren't even running the shit. They don't even know what's said on it half the time. I don't know about that. You're talking about like, you know, pick Taylor Swift. Her Taylor Swift's uh, Twitter account is run by a bot. She has people that run things for her. They plug vital information into a system and it automatically generates tweets. There's too many. There's too many people to reach to have missteps or have her be drunk in the middle of the night and fucking start texting lyrics to a new song she hasn't produced. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I just. Uh, I, yeah. I can see her having a person. To, to take care of it, but I don't she know. Doesn't about it. She doesn't tweet. She no, tweets, but she doesn't tweet. Somebody that works for her tweets. How about how about the, the weatherman for, for West News? He, if he's verified, he has a bot too? That's probably correct, and that's probably him. See, there's differences. It's a case-by-case situation. Yeah. But most of the people that that are big time and, and using as a as a as a money center. Those days are gone because it's all bots. It's all fake, dude. It's all Mikeism number one, dude. It's all fake. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, know. I, I don't even bother with it to begin with. I got better things to do. So, I think it's I think it's bad news, you know, to, to unverify your your wheelhouse there, your your celebrities to kind of give them a little kick in the in the pants, and then, then to make people have to pay for it, you know. Like everything else, you pay for your TV, you pay for radio now. Yeah. Pay for multiple phones. That's uh, another thing. Got they got us by the short and curlies, Mike. That's uh, the system. Just another That's way to just another way to, to drain the the pockets. Well, there's something else called Twitter space. You know what Twitter space is? Uh is that MySpace or Twitter? It's a meeting type place. It's like uh, you know, like a Zoom type thing like we're doing, there's, but it's like, like a Zoom meeting? Yeah, yeah kind of like that, but on Twitter, Twitter, but it's, it, I, I don't know, I've never used it. it, everybody's picture shows up, who's in it, yada, yada, long story short, 
Musk trolled a Twitter space thing because there was a meeting. See, a lot of the a lot of the people in charge of the, the narratives in this country, like if you go to our, our YouTube page, I'm surprised it's still up, but our introductory video shows you all the newscasts reading the same freaking script. And this is just so happens throughout the country on the same days talking about fake news and follow us because we don't, you know, everybody's reading the same script. That's what's funny about it. Well, Twitter has been exposed for creating the narratives behind the C-19 situation, behind the 2020 election. If you look closely, there's this thing called Twitter space. And that's where these journalists who are being run by the MSM, mainstream media, their bosses, and being led by other people like George Soros and et cetera, they have their little private meetings. So Musk busted in on one of their meetings. After banning journalists from the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, and elsewhere last night, this is according to boingboing.net, that's a name, huh? Elon Musk hopped into a Twitter space chat being held by other journalists discussing the bans. He reiterated his claim that posting publicly available data about air travel, such as Musk's private jets in doxing, Drew Harwell, the Washington Post banned by Musk from Twitter, but evidently not from Twitter spaces, asked him how difficult follow-up question. Drew Harwell said, you are suggesting that we're sharing your address, which is not true, and you're suggesting that we're posting. And Elon said, yes, it is true. And Harwell said, I never posted your address. And Elon says, you posted a link to the address. And Harwell said, in the course of reporting about ElonJet, we posted links to ElonJet, which were now not online, now a banned Twitter account. Anyway, the the uh, the space they were in was abruptly shut down after that. So I find it quite humorous. It's almost like he's trolling people. He's like, you you people have used this. You people have lied on this. You people have corrupt uh, corruption so deep it's not even funny. He has it all in black and white. And now all these reporters are talking about him on another one of his formats here, Twitter Spaces, and he busted them all and fucking just shut it down. I think it's funny. I think it's great. It's a private company. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. So. <laughs> you don't think that's funny? That he, he, he totally boned them like that? Busted in on their shit? Kicked in the door? That's like that's like you're sitting in... Uh, you're sitting... Uh, I don't know. Maybe you're not getting along with your parents and they said not to have people over at the house. And now you have people at the house and they come home and there's people at the house. It's a very uncomfortable exchange. It's a very uncomfortable situation. Have you ever right. had that? Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. Were, they, were they asking for trouble by by using that platform? You know, why why not use Teams, Microsoft Teams or or uh, Zoom like we do? It, you know, I don't know. Kind of. Kind They're of trying dumb. to rub it in his face. They're trying to, oh, look, I'm still here, yada, yada. Okay. All right. Wow. I think it's pretty funny that he totally trolled him like that. He totally just busted in, kicked in the door, was like, yeah, no. That, is, that is pretty funny. Like, yeah. I don't think it's he, a dick move. I think it's funny. No, it's a dick move for sure. But, yeah, it, it was meant to be a dick move. <laughs> <sighs> we talked about the Netflix uh, fiasco. Yeah, the password dealio. A couple shows ago, when we talked about them cracking down in the last show, 168, about them cracking down on sharing your password password. sharing. Yeah. Okay. Well, and and they're doing it the way I thought they'd do it. You know, obviously, IP addresses are are uh, you know regional (laughs) and local certain areas, so they know 
where where the signals coming from or going to. So, yeah. Well, according to VanityFair.com, the Squid Game reality show. Now, I don't know if you remember, about a year or so ago, I was talking about this uh, series they had from South Korea, the Squid Game. Yeah. It was a, it was a weird kind of, it was like a documentary type thing, but it wasn't really a documentary. It was like a series. It was like a movie about these people from South Korea who were on this like weird game show where you could die, you could win a bunch of money. It was a, right. it was a weird thing. Well, now they have a squid game reality show, but reportedly it's rigged and it's a traumatic mess. A traumatic mess. Some okay. contestants are considering legal action against Netflix and the show's production studios for alleged workplace safety violations, negligence, and false pretenses. Okay. This show, following the fictional premises, the challenge asks 456 players to participate in Squid Game-inspired contests, plus new events in pursuit of a 46 $4.56 million cash prize. Now, according to Netflix and a press release, the stakes are high, but in this game, the worst fate is going home empty-handed. So they're not saying you're going to die like, you know, on a, the original I show. Yeah, I guess it's a good thing. But apparently they've had some problems with the temperature, the weather, and all these other things, all these other problems, and they're trying to cover it up. And when, when people, somebody got hurt, they they were trying not to send aid to those people because it was going to ruin the shot of everyone else that was in the scene. Okay. So those people had to wait. And then if somebody was injured, they put a coffin over there and like crews and pink jumpsuits stood in the way so you couldn't see the body. So it would preserve the rest of the scene. Interesting. Yeah, it just in, the whole in... thing sounded real weird. Right. It sounded like a psychop, you know, psyop or something. Who knows? Yeah. It was a good show. It was a good series. It was a good show. It was all in Korean, but, you know, they had it dubbed over, or you could read the subtitles if you wanted. Very popular. They did very well. It was on, on Netflix? On Netflix, yeah. Yeah. I just heard about it. The contests were fully mic'd up and often the rules bent in their favor while most eliminated contestants were given dummy microphones. Nice. Only 228 of the 456 participants advanced to the next competition. It wasn't really a game show. It wasn't a TV show. We were basically extras in a TV show. Instead of Squid Game, some are calling it Rigged Game. Instead, so like of, ne instead of Netflix, they're calling it Netflix. Nice. So, are they saying there's like ten or twenty people that are supposed to be part of the game, and everybody else is extras, and they just knock them out? I guess. So. <laughs> I guess yeah, so. they they have a they have a certain group of people they want to actually be in the game to compete, but these beginning, you know, games they just get rid of the people they don't want. So be it. This is uh, that's pretty funny stuff. I think it could be a, 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 a psyop. I think it could be a study in how these people react to the fact that they're not really in the game show. Like maybe this is the real game show right now. Right. I think that's pretty funny stuff. Let me look here. 
Mike, somebody stole your monkeys. Uh-oh. I always wanted the monkey. Yeah, in Dallas, somebody stole two monkeys from the zoo. Yeah, they were um, tamarins, from what I remember, which are about... They're well, smaller they than this. Somebody. What's that? They arrested somebody in it. Yeah, well, it, it was obvious that it was somebody doing it. <clears throat> Any connection to the zoo or just a, a, a random public person? They say Davion, this is according to AP News, so it must be true. Davion Irvin, 24, has been charged with two counts of burglary to a building in connection with the cutting of the enclosure fences for a clouded leopard and langered monkeys. This is according to police spokesman Kristen Lohman said during a news conference, the langer monkeys didn't escape and weren't harmed. The leopard did, but was later found safe in its pen. The funny thing is, as I looked at his mugshot, he looks like he could be related to him. To the, the monkey? <laughs> yes. Or the leopard. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was his name? Davion. Davion? Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was pretty funny stuff. They said uh, they arrested Irvin after receiving a tip that he had been seen near animal exhibits at the Dallas World Aquarium. So this is a guy who's stealing animals, and he obviously has a racket going or something. Is he stealing them, or is he just opening the cages and letting them free? After getting a tip, police found the small monkeys named Bella and Finn on Tuesday in the closet of a vacant home south of the zoo. Really? So is he like a homeless guy getting into the zoo? I don't know. In a vacant house. Interesting. I read, uh, I heard somewhere that, that somebody... I don't know where, but somebody like one of these animal activists went to a mink farm and let loose 40,000 mink into like the, the, the neighborhood. And they were everywhere and cars were like killing them by running them over by like the hundreds. So these were the people that are supporting saving wildlife. They released yes, a bunch yes. of okay. This makes into sense into, so the, they, into the wild and yes. probably killed them all. Yes. Yeah. I was just yeah. making sure I understood who was the responsible party there. That's people are stupid. And you hear that Ringling Mike Brothers is, is Mike coming is back. Number two, people are stupid. Mike is number two. <laughs> you hear that Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus is coming back. Well, just Ringling Brothers, not the Barnum yes. and Bailey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no animals. After a five-year hiatus, no animals. No animals. I don't yeah. think you can have clowns in clown-type makeup because you're offensive to drag queens now because you've got the makeup <laughs> on, so you can't do that anymore. <laughs> you can't do the trapeze anymore either because that that's not fair to the people who are scared of heights. So it's not fair that you should be able right. to do that. What else <laughs> do they got? A tiger? I, you can't have a tiger? No, that, there's nothing. Can't have a lion tamer because you can't be out there whipping animals. No. Yeah. So it's uh, like Circus Soleil now. No longer 17 clowns piling out of a Hyundai. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, what's left? They can have Circus Soleil. Well, if I want Circus Soleil, I can go pretty much anywhere and see Circus Soleil. Why do I have to go to the Ringling Brothers to see it? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. They used to be a big deal because they're located. Their winter home is in Florida, in Sarasota, and they would one of their first stops would be Orlando in Central Florida, and they would take the train 
with all their animals on the train. And part of the, the get up, the setup was they walked the animals like down the street in downtown Orlando. Here's the elephants and shit coming by. And that was a big deal. Yeah. And what's funny is the railroad tracks in Orlando are over on uh, on OBT, over by the Parliament House. And they would walk the animals through freaking Paramore. Well, there you go. Yeah. It was community outreach. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So are you going to go? Are you going to go to the circus? Dingley Brothers? No. No. Not when, not when there's Monster Jam. You know, where am I going to spend my money? You go, go to the circus with no circus or go to Monster Jam? people what Monster Jam is, for those who don't know. Um, yeah, monster trucks. You know, Grave Digger, uh, the Zombie, all those things. Uh, maximum Destruction, Xander's favorite. And uh, they just put on a show with these massive, huge trucks. Go to YouTube, look up Monster Trucks, uh, Monster Jam. It's uh, it's loud, but cool. The kids like it. Yeah, I used to take Trey every year. I took all the kids a couple times. And what you would do is you'd have to buy tickets like midnight, the night of the event you're on for next year. For the next year. Yeah. yeah. And but you got good seats. You got the whole thing. Now you there's not a bad seat in a place, you know, because the trucks right. are so freaking big and stuff. But it's a, yeah, it's a stadium. It's a good time, but, especially if you have kids. You're right. It's a good it's a, the uh the first time I ever went, they had discount tickets. So it was uh, at the uh the Orlando Citrus Bowl. And they had discount tickets at the uh, the little Mickey Mouse store at uh, at Disney. So somewhere in not the casting booth, but like over in one of the buildings, they had a, a little store <clears throat> where you could just buy Disney stuff, and you can get Monster Jam tickets. So I got three Monster Jam tickets, ten bucks each instead of the twenty five or whatever they were before Ticketmaster had all these outrageous freaking fees. Um, and it was great. We went, and it was a, a little chilly night, and it was a se- it was a section just for Disney people. You could tell because like the person behind me is wearing a, a Tigger jacket, and someone's got a Mickey Mouse shirt on, and the whole section was just people who got these discount tickets from Disney. Big not big mistake, but a very odd mistake because you get down to like the concourse area where the other people are. And like all you saw was camouflage and bright orange, and it was it was very Biflo esque, very very different scene down there in the concourse than it was up in our little our little haven of Mickey Mouse shirts. Did you see many women with a dip in their mouth? Yes, yeah, the wife beaters, you know, extra large wife beater with the boob hanging out the side. Were yeah. there guys that were obviously half the weight of their wife? <laughs> yeah, yes, with with. Pants drawn up, but no butt. Were there like three or five kids in tow? One of them missing a shoe, all had dirty faces. Yes, dirty faces and uh, wife beaters also in flip-flops. Wearing two left flip-flops and the other one was wearing two right flip-flops. Were any of the kids on a leash? Like you occasionally see <laughs> theme parks. <laughs> no, no, that, that I didn't see that. But yeah, a lot of flannel shirts. A lot of uh, a lot of camouflage, a lot of bright orange ball caps, and and yeah, different stuff like that. It was a uh, a different world down there in the concourse. Nice, I like it. I like it. Lots of uh, what's the uh, what's the um, the the outfitters that they have with the camo and stuff. Oh, real the, tree. Um, Everybody's wearing real tree or something. <laughs> Some browning. 
yeah, Browning and uh, what's the other one? Harhart. Yeah. Cabellus. 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 Bass Pro Shop. Cabellus, dude? You ever been in one of those? I've been in a Brass Pro Shop. Never been in a Cabellus. It's like, well, they're the same company now. Yeah. It's like, it's like Bass Pro Shop. It's like, did you? What, what were the what were the retail stores you went? You you're familiar with like Sears and JC Penney and stuff. Yeah, and you have Nordstrom, right? That would be like Bass Pro Shop is Sears and JC Penney, yeah. and Cabela's is Nordstrom. Okay, or Bloomingdale's. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the, got the Blooming the Bloomingdale's of Bass Pro. Yeah, Shop. don't get me wrong. It's got nice shit in there. I mean, I would love to have that shit, but there's no. I won't even pay Bass Pro Shop prices for some shit. You know, I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, and Bass Pro Shop has a has some decent prices on things. No, I know, but you know, now if I made my living at it or was I was real avid hunter fisherman, whatever, yeah, you know, right. I could see the value in that. But no, no, yeah. Cabela's is nice shit. I have a friend of mine who um he was uh entered something on online or something for Cabela's, one of these uh win this shit here, win a five thousand dollar gift certificate or whatever. And he was like, Yeah, yeah. All, right, all right, whatever. And he won. He won wow. five thousand dollars to get to Cabela's. So what he ended up doing was this was before this is going back uh, when the internet was first starting to come around as a thing. I'm talking like 02, 04. Um, yeah, I didn't even know Brass Post Shop was a thing in 02. Yeah. <laughs> so being they didn't really have a big web site Presence. that he order stuff from, there wasn't one near his home. So he had to fly to where they had a Cabela's, wherever he flew to. Then okay. he had all the shit that he picked out shipped to the house. So wow. when he got home, all his shit was there. He didn't have to mess with it. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I guess you could probably do some damage with five grand in a in a store like that. Yeah, hell, they even sell boats. That'd be a nice down payment on a boat. What would you buy for five grand at a place like that? I would buy a boat. <laughs> You're not buying a boat in a place like that for five grand. This is a little John boat. Yeah, well, you can get something better than a John boat, but you get something in between. You know. I don't know, dude. Some of those, some boats are pretty expensive, dude. Unless yeah. You, I have a friend of mine has a fishing boat, Gino. Yeah. Those boats are like 20, 40, 60, 80, however high you want to go. That's how much yeah. they are. Yeah. Now, I, that, that is, it used to be like back in the 90s, it was like $1,000 a foot. So if you, you wanted like a 23-foot boat, it would cost you $23,000. Yeah, that number doesn't work anymore. So... So if you negotiate a deal down that cut off part of the boat? <laughs> cut it in half down the middle. <laughs> 50% off sale. Can I, get a, can I get a port side, please? Nice. Nice. Yeah. Trying I to make sure we miss anything on our alien update. Because there was, there was quite a few. We had quite a few past couple of shows. I just want to make sure I didn't miss. We talked about Musk. All right. We talked about that. We talked about that. I have some funny stuff for our next show. Our next show will be coming up here shortly. Ah, well, shortly. What I mean is, if you're listening <laughs> to this show, one sixty nine, make sure you tune in to one seventy because I got yes. some exciting stuff for one seventy. I got uh, McDonald's might be pulling out of California. Well, it, it, it makes no sense for anybody to be in California, but they do it. Foot and mouth disease, which I thought there was an article about Kamala Harris. Foot in mouth. It's foot and mouth. Yeah. Well, that's a, a thing like kids get. Hand, foot, and mouth. Foot and mouth. All these. Art different... as deadly beaches will come up in the next episode, too. 
Florida has some of the deadliest beaches in the United States. Okay, well, because they're open year round, or people go to them year round. You know, yes. when you got a a beach in New Jersey that's open from Memorial Day to Labor Day, that's what ninety days, if that. You know, or you know, visited for ninety days. Then I'm gonna have something you don't see every day in 170. Something you don't see every day. It's um, a video in Japan of a you know they have these restaurants that have the uh, uh, they have like a little conveyor belt next to all the tables or next to the stool your stools at a yeah. bar or you sit yeah. the sushi rolls and stuff comes rolling by and when you take it that that'll just be added to your bill. You take it right off the thing, right off the line. As really? Hi, yeah, yeah. It's been big for a while, like that. Well, there's an individual licking and spitting on stuff and putting it back on the line as it goes. Yeah, dude, that's something you don't see every day. So yeah, yeah. Make sure you rush over to 170 to see that video. But it it brought the question. It brought me to question, Mike. Yeah. Have you ever spit or or in put bodily fluid on something when you were serving somebody something? Believe it or not, the amount of restaurants and and supermarkets I've worked in, no. Yeah, no. I couldn't bring myself to do that. That you can get arrested, you can get charged criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, my my ex brother in law, my my sister's first husband. Hated his boss. He worked at a uh, a car manufacturer in their their R and D. He worked in um, quality control and in warranties, and hated his boss. And we were down in Times Square in the city once, and they had like drops that you can get to like help with your erectile dysfunction. This was back in the eighties. I'm sure it was all bullshit, uh, like a Spanish fly type thing. And he he bought some to put in his boss's coffee. And uh, his his best friend was like, dude, if you get busted, that's like, you can go to jail for that. And that was in the 80s, you know, when people didn't give a crap about anything. That, you know, that was the law. So I can imagine now, you know, but... He got, yeah, he got I, caught. Oh, my brother, my ex-brother-in-law? Yeah. No, no, I, I don't even know if he ever did it. I know he bought it, and I didn't, I didn't follow up on the story, because, you know, I really didn't give a crap. But yeah, he was. That was his intention was to buy these these you know boner boner drops and put it in this guy's coffee. Yeah, but he, he eventually got fired for you know going fishing while he was supposed to be working on the clock. We're gonna have more stories about that because I got a story for you on on that stuff. Something you don't see every day. Well, in one seventy. So if you're done watching this one, by the way, make sure you like, subscribe, all that stuff. Click on notifications. Yeah, notifications. But. Go ahead and click over to the next show, 170, because we're going to talk about that some more there at 170. Yeah. All right. All right, man. See you in 170. Till next time.